You're listening to Horizon Radio. I remember sitting in the living room floor and all the explanation of benefits from my insurance company were just sprawled out. And I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to, who I needed to pay and which one needed to be paid first. Uh, And at that point, I thought there's got to be a better way. How can a pile of bills help someone make the transition from fast food to correctional health care? In this episode, Claims Director Daryl Barker shares how his wife's pregnancy opened his eyes to how benefits can be confusing and inspired him to get involved in the financial side of health care. He shares that each claim represents a person and has the potential to impact lives. Welcome to Horizon Radio. Today I have Daryl Barker, Director of Claims, joining us today. Daryl, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, Ellie. Daryl, could you tell us a little bit about what you do at Horizon and why your role is so important? Sure. Our responsibility is to process and reimburse claims for our patient care. Uh, whenever a patient goes outside the facility, then we're responsible for reimbursing the providers for those services. We have to focus on our relationships with those providers so that we can take care of their financial needs, as well as making certain that we're protecting the assets of the organization. How often do patients leave the facility to get treatment? It's quite frequently. Of course, you know, the care sometimes is more than what the actual facility or site can take care of, so they will have to go to a hospital, or maybe even a specialist, a physician, to be able to get the care that they need. Could you explain the service arrangement, just the difference between commercial versus corrections? Like, how are those worlds different? The two of the uh, arrangements are quite similar in with respect to the relationships that we have with our providers. In the commercial arena, you have a responsibility to make certain that you're reimbursing claims accurately and timely so that you can uh, continue to cultivate those relationships to make them strong so that uh, in the future that if anything happens where uh, you may need to renegotiate a contract that you have some sort of uh, leverage and they have uh, some buy-in into that decision. It, It holds true in this arena as well where Uh, If we're doing what we say we're going to do with respect to reimbursement, timeliness, accuracy, we reduce the amount of strain that uh, the provider has with respect to having to call to see if whether or not we've paid something correctly. Uh, The things that if we can do them well here, just like in the commercial side, to eliminate the extra work for those providers and other stakeholders, uh, it goes a long way in Uh, reinforcing our relationships and keeping them strong. From what you've been saying, it seems like your claims team is a huge part of keeping our current contracts happy. How do you contribute to that outside of just day-to-day calls and keeping that everything maintained? Yeah, great question, Ellie. I think, uh, again, we're going to point back to relationships, but then as well, making certain that the team understands the importance of those relationships. It's easy when we're here in the office to not have the same experience as the folks that are in the field. And the challenge with that is to 
allow them to be able to see past what they're doing day to day, being able to think about, okay, uh, you know, you have a nurse or a physician in the field on the, at the site, and the care for that patient relies and depends on how well we process claims so that they have the flexibility to send the patient to wherever they need to to get the care that they, they should have. And if we don't draw that, uh, I guess, the, the lines, the dots, uh, so to speak, if we don't draw the lines to the dots, uh, we can become sort of um, robotic in what we do, you know, opening up a claim, paying a claim, denying a claim, or whatever it is. But if you don't take the next step and say, okay, this decision is going to impact someone, and you want to make certain that, that it's accurate and that it takes care of the patient and as well protects our organization. Daryl, what makes you passionate about what you do? I think it's um, it's care for for folks. Healthcare is something that's that everyone needs in order to take care of or protect our financial resources. Uh, it is a little different with respect to uh, the patients that we have in that you know they're funded by uh, the state or or the county. But we also have that same arrangement with Medicaid in, in other states. So years ago, I was, um, I was probably 24, I think it was. I was in a different industry uh, in food service uh, management, and uh, my wife was pregnant, and she had uh, severe issues with her pregnancy. She had hyperemesis of the pregnancy. Her body was rejecting the child. And uh, so seven of the nine months, uh, she was either in the hospital or on home health care. During that time, I remember sitting in the living room floor and all the explanation of benefits from my insurance company were just sprawled out. And I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to, who I needed to pay, and which one needed to be paid first. Uh, and at that point, I thought there's got to be a better way. Uh, not only from that perspective, but when I would contact the folks, you know, about the, uh, the questions that I had, you know, I didn't speak EOB's explanation of benefits. I didn't speak, uh, you know, the type of language that uh, these insurance providers or physicians spoke. But I would, I would get those robotic answers. You know, I would get, well, it's paid correctly and, you know, and you're, you're responsible for this amount. And, you know, I'm thinking, okay, well, can you help me understand why? And I think the passion comes from knowing that I was the person that was on the other end that didn't understand something and being able to try to translate that in a way to our staff to be able to say, hey, you need to take the time to, to explain the situation. It's not the same for, it's for every person that calls in. It's not the same for every person that writes in. You need to take the time to explain it accurately. So what brought you to your career in corrections from where you just mentioned that you were in the fast food industry? Yeah, actually, I went from the fast food into 
commercial health care for from commercial health care. Stayed there for uh, 23 years with um, with a company here in the uh, state of Tennessee. And uh, I was uh, last De- or December a couple of years ago, I was in the backyard working and uh, there had been a headhunter that had called me, uh, I don't know, probably uh, four or five times over the course of of a year and I had explained to him at that time, hey, I'm going to pursue my doctorate and uh, can you give me a break for a little while? <laughs> well, in December, uh, I guess she felt that that break was long enough and she called me and she said, hey, how would you like to work in Brentwood? And I said, I, I don't know. I said, I, it'd be interesting to uh, to look into. Uh, so filed, you know, the resume and uh, completed the application and interviewed. And I didn't really know what Corizon was at the time. I didn't know what I would be able to contribute or if I would even know what to do. Uh, so met with uh, Jeff Sholey and uh, he interviewed me and he's a man of a lot of words, not. Uh, <laughs> but he's able to explain to me uh, what how the organization worked, gave me information that would allow me to be able to research, uh, you know, and answer any questions that I might have. And I left feeling excited about the difference as well as the similarities and an understanding that I would, I could do this. I could make an impact here and, and thankfully that I did so. What advice would you give to somebody who's looking to enter Horizon, of course, as a non-clinical person like yourself, like myself, what advice would you give them about our business and how to understand it? Yeah, I think for the most part, it's healthcare. So we have responsibilities in this organization that I had in my previous organization. I think where you have the difference is the folks here typically don't have a choice. The patients that we uh, care for don't have a choice in being able to choose an Aetna or a Cigna or something. They they have what we offer, and that's it. And we need to be able to provide them with the best product. And a person that comes to Corizon needs to understand that there's value in taking the time to be able to meet that person's needs where they are today because of the challenges that they face, not only from day to day, but their future. We don't know what it holds for them, and we need to be invested in making certain that while they're here, we're taking care of them. Daryl, when you're not working, what are what are things that you like to do on your free time? Great question, Ellie. I think uh, the biggest thing for me is I love the outdoors. I tend to sweat a lot. I'll work in the yard. I'll uh, mow, weed eat. Uh, I think from the time the first grass uh, starts to come out of the dirt. I'm happy until it goes away. Uh, it's a great way for me to decompress, to be able to spend time outside. I love to fish, camp, hunt, um, play a little guitar. Not very good, but I should be. You know, now that I'm in Nashville, I should practice more. Uh, <laughs> spending time with my family. Uh, I've got uh, two grown kids that are married there, uh, back in Chattanooga, but. Uh, but I love spending time with the family and just love life. Well, thank you so much for your time, Daryl. We really appreciate you being our guest today. Thank you, Ellie, and I've enjoyed it.
Tune in next week for another episode of Horizon Radio. For more information, visit horizonhealth.com.